We are in the middle of the sugya of taking revenge. Yesterday we started the sugya, very interesting, and um, we spoke about the godless and how important it is for a person to realize that taking revenge is very, very bad. That's pretty much what we said. We said uh, from the Rambam, if you remember, one of <laughs> one of the worst possible character traits that a person can has is taking revenge, and in fact that makes the difference between a yid and a goy. A goy takes revenge. A yid doesn't take revenge. A yid is not makbid. A yid isn't someone that um, is upset and takes revenge based on what someone did to him. And that's an important thing. I want to mention to you a gewaldige chido. Okay? There's a modige chido. Are you listening to this one? It's a modige chido. Chido. He digs down. He's got a sefer. And he quotes the, the, the kliyaka that explains the whole concept of revenge. And it's important for us to know because we're going to be discussing some of the halachic shailas that come up in revenge, but we have to understand the severity of revenge. And he brings an example as follows. His example is like this. He says, imagine if you have a young child, and a young child is building a castle, okay? And he's building this castle out of sand. I'm sure as kids we've all done that. You take sand. Never. And you build a castle out of it. It's called, I think in English, it's called a sand castle. And so, so, from English, have some other Mahalo to it. The American. What do you mean? Anyway, so um, where am I? The place is just like a sand house. Yeah, sand house. Anyway, anyway, so so here's this child. This child is building this uh, beautiful creation, and kids, the mice, are very proud of what they built. Okay, kids are very proud of what they do. They're proud. They spent time. They were busy. You know, kids are very excited, and this child is very excited. to spend many hours on it. Could you imagine? Can you picture the scene? And, and this may have happened to some of you as well. That your older brother, for those of you who have, came along, saw your creation, saw all your work. And with one sweep of his hand, just literally whoosh, the whole thing is gone. Okay? The whole thing is gone, right? The younger brother's creation, his work of art, has been destroyed. Can you imagine the pain and the anguish uh, that, is, that is felt by his younger brother when, when this goes on? So the uh, little boy goes out and he starts crying. He starts crying to his tati. He goes to his tati and says, Chutzpah, my brother is so mean, how could he do this? And he demands discipline. He demands that the father go and teach the son a lesson. Discipline him, do something about it. Don't just hear me out, do something about it. Now, the father is no fool. The father understands and understands the situation. And he understands that the architect of this incredible castle was another than you know, the little boy and, you know, it's a bit of sand and it's not going to last long anyway. And there's no real purpose to it. And it's not going to, you know, play some magical role in this world. But, however, to the young little child, it means a lot. At the end of the day, the child, it meant a lot too, but the father understands in reality it's nothing. If only he was able to, to you know, explain to his son, my dear son, I hear what you're saying. And I agree that your brother didn't do a very smart move. And I agree it was mean. But it was a sandcastle. Anyway, it was going to be destroyed. The, 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 you know, the tide was going to come. The river was, you know, it, it, it was going to go anyway. It's not like it was going to do anything for you. It's not like it was going to do anything for anyone. 
I understand it hurts you and you spent time. I hear. But like, that's not, you know, the be and end all of the world. Listen to the Chidor. The Chidor says that life is like a sandcastle. And many of us spend our lives and our time building this sandcastle. And we're so proud of ourselves. We're so proud of what we've built and what we've done. And we look at our creations, we look at our parents, we look at everything that we've done, our success, and we say, wow, this is us, this is amazing, it means so much to us. And somebody comes along and knocks down the success, and knocks down our little castle that we built for ourselves. And ultimately, we're so upset, and we, Kaviyachal, turn to Rabbi Shalom. Say, Rabbi Shalom, teach him a lesson, pay him back, look what he did to me, look what he did to all my work, to my success, to my everything. And the Rabbi Shalom understands just like that father understood, you're building a sandcastle. Yes, I understand it hurts you. Yes, I understand it, 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 it means something to you. But it's a sandcastle. So the world we're living in is a sandcastle. Yes, we build for ourselves buildings and we do whatever we can to live in this world as productively as possible. And we should. But ultimately, when someone does something to us, we have to realize he's knocking down a sandcastle. He's knocking down something that anyway would have been knocked down, that anyway would never have lasted. And therefore, to, for us to demand revenge and want something back from somebody else, look what he did to me, I can't believe it, I'm going to kill him, I'm going to get him. It's a terrible thing. I'm not talking about in Ruchmias. If someone knocks you in Ruchmias, that's a whole different parasha. But in Gashmias, when someone does something to something that belongs to you, and you're like, ooh, I have to pay him back, I want to make sure I get him. Why? It's a sandcastle. And it's such an incredible lesson. The Chidah is just putting things into perspective of what's going on. Says the Kliyaka, and he says that people are often so offended by people. Oh, look what he said to me. I'm going to make sure he embarrassed me. He did this to me. Could be he did. And it could be he's wrong. But you have to realize, you're going to go to the Rabbi Nishram and demand from the Rabbi Nishram that the Rabbi Nishram punishes that person. Why? The Rabbi Nishram understands, like that father, that it is a sandcastle. Okay, Rabbi Sai, that is the introduction to the sukkah. I want to move on to a little bit of a description. What is revenge? After all, you know, the thing about it is, what the mice is revenge. So there are two things in the Torah that I want to mention to you. Okay? Two Makarius that we have is a Gemara and Yuma. The Gemara and Yuma, Pegimon and Aleph, talks about revenge. And those are our Makarius, those are sources for revenge. Okay? Number one, the Gemara and Yuma of Gimel tells us there's something called Nekima and there's something called Netira. Nekima and Netira. What is the difference? Okay? So let's. Oh, that's where it comes from. Very good. So let's explain one by one. Okay? The Gemara goes to the example. I think everyone here, by the way, is familiar with this example. You'll be like, yeah, everyone says that. You know, every speech, like, everyone knows this. Everyone knows this example. Okay? I'm going to say it, you'll be like, oh yeah, I know. Okay? If you ask your friend for a hammer and he says, no, I'm not giving you my hammer. The next day he comes to you and says, um, can I borrow your hammer? And you say to him, no, I'm not giving you mine because you didn't give me yours. That's called Nakima. That's a simple act of revenge. You didn't lend me your hammer, I'm not lending you mine. You didn't, you know, when you went to the store, you didn't buy me a bag of milk when I asked you. I'm not buying you a bag of milk when I go to the store. One second, one second, one second, we'll get to that. This is one at a time. Doesn't have to be the same item, no. Doesn't have to be the same item, okay? Now, um, that doesn't mean, by the way, that you always have to lend out your items. It doesn't mean when someone asks you for something, you always have to give it to them. It could be sometimes you have a good reason that you don't want to give it to them, and that's fine. 
But if the reason that you're saying no is because he didn't, that is the that, that is called the kima. That's called revenge. Now I'm giving you an example by a hammer because that's what the Gemara brings us the example, right? But there are many examples. There are many examples, right? I'll give an example in yeshiva, a simple one. You guys go to Sharavacha, go shopping. So your roommate's going shopping, and you're like, "Oh, do me a favor. I, I'm desperate for some washing powder. I really need some detergent. Can you do that? I'm running low. You're going anyway. Do me a favor. I don't want to go especially with that. Can you get me?" And he's like, oh, "I'm just happy to get back for you. No, okay, fine. You go yourself." The week later, you're going to Sharavacha, and he's like, "Oh, you're going. Do me a favor. I really, really need some whatever it is. I need um, huh? I need some water. I need a couple of bottles of water. Whatever it is. Right? There's a trip coming up." Or Hashem, so I need busy, I need some snacks, I need some water for the trip, because I why should I expect the yeshiva to be whatever, but understand what I'm saying, right? Okay? And and you're like, no, you didn't do it for me, I'm not doing it for you. By the way, we're gonna talk about this. Even if you don't tell him that, but that's what you're thinking, it's the same thing. No. Let's say let's say you tell him, uh, I, I can't right now. But in your head you're like, No way, why should I do it for you if you didn't do it to me? Yeah. People do this all the time. Why not? Do people do this all the time? I'm always a lazy guy and say no because he's lazy. That's a different reason. That one doesn't want to do chesed. There's another reason to do chesed. I'm not talking about that now. I'm talking about the reason that he's, he refuses some something for someone is because that guy refused him. That's called Mekima. Now, let me move on. We'll get to questions. There's something called Matira. What's Matira? So the Gemara says, again, the Gemara says, you ask your friend, you ask, you go to your friend and say, can you lend me your hammer? And he says, no. Okay. The next day he comes to you and says, excuse me, can I borrow your hammer, please? So you say, sure, I'm giving it to you because I'm not like you that didn't lend it to me. That's okay? That is called Natira. Says the Gemara, and this is in my first Gemara, but so look this up. The Gemara says, even if you don't say it, but it's in your heart. That means you're saying yes to the guy. But in your heart, you're thinking, no, yeah, no, I'm not like no, you. I, I, I'm doing it. It's a human instinct. Whoa, it's a human instinct. A bad human instinct that needs to be stopped, rooted out of its evil, and destroyed. Okay? Now, you, but I agree with you, by the way. <coughs> Excuse me. Most of the voice is still, it's still, still, not, still not there yet. We're getting there. <coughs> I agree with you, by the way. Most people think that way. That's why we're here. Because we're not meant to do that. I'm asking you to flick a switch and change your whole, you know, essence. What I'm asking you is to think about what we're learning and try to implement it in your lives. That's what we're doing here. Benodo Javeru, by the way, just in case you didn't realize, is not... One second, one second, Benodo Javeru is not a... Boom. You come to the share, you learn about hating people, embarrassing people, you know, and else tomorrow, and boom, we're different people. It doesn't work that way. It's something you have to work on constantly, but you have to be aware of it. it You're coming here to be aware of it. What's your question? No, but, um, what's it called? The whole thing of, like, you know, somebody does me a favor, and then he asks me to do something, I'm going to return the favor. Somebody, if I ask somebody to do something, and he didn't do it for me, or whatever. That's called revenge. Beautiful. Excellent. You just defined it. Yeah, you can't know. Now, um, you're allowed to tell him no, because right now I don't want to give you my hammer. That's fine. But if the reason, or right now you're giving to him because you want to do chesed, but if your mindset, and again, as the Gemara says, even Mailach, even if you don't say it, but you're thinking about it, when you're going to Sharavacha and he's asked you for that, 
Even a vera for something for this that thought just popped into your mind. How like, can you get a vera? Every vera has to be an action or a, or, or a speech. Yeah. But a can be in your head. We know that. Your head. There's no way that's What does it mean? Oh. Something, that's something no, that builds up over time. The thought that, oh, I'm doing it even though you didn't do it for me, that just popped into your head the second he asked you. Because no, your nature, that. like you he said, your nature is it's a natural instinct that if you did something for me, I'm not going to do it for you, or I'm going to do it and think, well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like you, I'm better, I'm than, better you. than you. Right, but that's a problem. How do you, work, how do you get that out? How bad revenges? You think how, how bad revenges? Now, okay, you know, let me, let me, let me oh. just clarify something. Let me clarify something. My this is important for you too, this is important for you, because this really was your question. The Rambam, the Rambam in Sefer Mitzvahs brings this down and he says only if you say it you're over. That means according to the Rambam only if you say to the guy yeah I'll get you a washing detergent because I'm not like you who refused it. Only if you say it you're over. According to the Rambam if you think it in your head you're not over. According to the Rambam. Okay? The Smack says the same thing also as well. The Makor is the Gemara really. The Gemara says Yoimaloi Omar Eloi Mashriya only if you say it you're over. However, big however, always has to be a however, and that is the Ravid and Rabbeinu Yoyna. Okay, the Ravid and Rabbeinu Yoyna bring down the Ein Ha'Oynish Bezer Al Adibo Ela Al Natiras Halev. Says the Ravid, says the Rabbeinu Yoyna, you're over not only if you say it, but if it's going on in your heart, that means you are over. Okay, we're dealing with a very serious thing over here. Okay, so which means, and by the way, this is Mefurish in the Chizkuni. This The first one was Bamaisa. Okay, let's go again what they say. Nikima, which was you I mean the hammer, no, you ask me the hammer, I say no. That's a Maisa. So when I don't give it to you, that's okay. Natira, when I when I'm basically saying I'm not like you, and that's why I'm doing that which you didn't do to me. Yeah, which you didn't lend me, that says the um Chizkuni is also Bamakshava. So the first one is Bamaisa, that's Nekima. Netira is also Bamachshava. And the Chovetz Chaim also paskins this way in Avas Chesed Perik Dalad, and it goes by Machshava. So yes, you do have Rishonah to be Soimachon, that, it's, that it, it's only if you say it, but if you don't say it, it's okay. But many Rishonim and Poskim Alochan and Maisa say that if it's in your heart, then it's there. And you're, essentially you're taking revenge. Okay? And that's a very, very dangerous thing. Okay? Now, um... We find, by the way, many times in Shas, when, they, when Gemara tells us, Omale will also mean in your heart, Lav Dafka Pepe can also be Machshava. And at the end, all of this is Tali Bahat. This, this whole halacha is Tali in, the, in, in, the, in, the, in, in what's going on in your heart at the time. Okay? Now, how about this, Rabbi Say? Okay, we'll end with this one last question. How about taking revenge by not helping someone? Let's say, for example, somebody embarrassed you. Someone did something terrible to you. Did something not nice to you. You really can't, can't stand the guy. I want to do something. So what do I do? I'm not going to blatantly go out and do something against the guy. I have a great, great thing. I know when he comes in with the shopping, he comes in with tons of bags. He has to go up and down a couple of times. He needs help. I'm not going to help him. Badafka. No, but no, if somebody's being a jerk, you don't have to help Badafka. him. Well, he's not being a jerk right now. He's okay. No, it's nice. people yeah. who are jerks. That is a first Rashi Rabbi Savi Yikwayut where Rashi brings down by refusing to do a favor for someone as revenge is also, you're not allowed to do that in that case. Okay? And it's very, very important, by the way. You know, you're going to have kids, Mitzvah but Itub is none at the right time. Guys going to have beautiful, wonderful Nishamas and children. Ah, offspring of based of it. It's all a continuation of the Mishpacha. 
the kid's going to come home one day and say, Tati, Yankee really embarrassed me in the middle of class. I'm really upset with him. Can I embarrass him back? Yes. yes. Now, as a parent, you have to know what to do. You're going to have to know to validate their feelings, but you're also going to have to try and make sure that they have to realize that, no, we teach our children we don't do revenge. We teach our children we don't take revenge on somebody else. Okay, we're both said there's a lot more to do. In Mitzvah Shem, tomorrow we shall continue.